everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process. Of course, I'm your host, Greg Wareham. So I often get asked, what are the requirements to obtain a mortgage? And it's a little bit of a loaded question, as there's a lot of different factors that go into someone's overall qualifications. But if I had to break it down into three categories, I would say income, down payment, and credit. And income's relatively self-explanatory. You need to have enough income to support a mortgage payment. So that's your principal, your interest, your taxes, your insurance, any HOA dues, if it's a condo or a townhouse. Plus, you need to be able to support any additional debt or minimum payments that show up on your credit report. So it's really the monthly amount of income going out or the monthly debt going out as compared to the income. Mm -hmm. Now, this overall requirement is called your debt-to-income ratio and calculated as a percentage of your debt relative to your taxable income. We've done some other shows in the past that break this down for you, so I would say refer back that go through all the details as to how we do that. Now, the second factor is the amount of your down payment. Are you putting down 3%, putting down 5%, 10%, 20%, and so on? And as you calculate through that down payment number, you can come up with what's called your loan-to-value. Mm -hmm. Now, the third factor is credit. Mm. Now, your credit score, along with some other items on your credit report, can really influence the type of mortgage product that you qualify for because different mortgage products require different credit requirements. And frequently, the way that pricing is set up for a mortgage is going to be part your credit score, and it's going to be broken down into different uh, intervals, like, say, between 680, 699, that's one spot for your rate, and 700 to 719 is another spot. But critical, the credit is absolutely critical to the home buying process. And to help us go deeper into credit, I would like to introduce today's guest, Mr. Dan Danizek, CEO of Square One Credit Management. Dan, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Mr. Wareham. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm awesome. better that you're, you're here. You're smiling ear to ear like <laughs> always. That's what I love about you. Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I, I've been in the credit and finance professional world since 2000. I've been an entrepreneur. Don't you love that word? I entrepreneur love it. since 2008. Okay. To where I decided to start my illustrious career as on my own in the most horrific uh, recession ever in my career, in my life, at least, uh, who knows what's coming down the pike. And I decided to open up uh, square one credit management. And the reason I did this, um, is because I believe that every consumer should have the ability, right. To not, not only purchase a home, but have full control of their credit. Sure. And it's like, credit's like a diet. You understand some nuances of it, but do you really understand it? It's understand like a car, you know, the gas and the brake, but right. do you really understand how it works? Right. You push well, the gas and go, you push the brake to stop. Yeah, but what if something breaks? Well, that's, that brings up a great point with it too, Dan. How do credit agencies calculate your credit score? So you mentioned intervals, right? Yes. And this is going to get very granular. Okay. We like so, granular. So, so, so let's start with, Dan, I don't want to pull my credit. Inquiries are going to impact my score. That's oh, what I hear. Your cool. credit goes down, right? Yeah, you can run your credit as many times as you want in a 30-day period. I still don't recommend that. Sure. Okay? There's multiple reasons. One, you don't need to. Two is you call you get a you get a quote. That's the kind of reason. Well, three, the internet. You kind of right. know what's out there. But um, increase count for less than two, like two and a half to three percent of your score. Mm -hmm. So gas and brake. Okay. I like debt to income that you mentioned, right? But debt to income can be revolving credit card debt and then installment. Mm-hmm car loan, student loan, and mortgages, installment loans. 
Right. They have a different degree. The algorithm, which I hate using this word, but that's how the credit score is generated. Sure. Repositories of data, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Right. Pass that data onto Fair Isaacs Corporation, Beacon, or Vantage is the ones that the general public needs. And I'll get into that in a minute. Sure. And then it gets granular, right? It breaks it down. Debt to income counts for 30% of your score. Mm-hmm. Payment history is 35% of your score. So 65% of your overall score is calculated just in these two demographics, if you will. Okay. Buckets, vehicles, call them what you will. Mm -hmm. So when I'm hearing about, well, I don't want to pull my credit and it only counts for 2% of my score in a few points, I want to know about your payment history. Have you been late? Do you have collections? I want to know about your debt to income. And not when you buy a mortgage, like you get a mortgage, you put some money down. That's an installment loan. So it's calculated differently than American Express or Visa. Not Visa. That's a processor. Uh, Discover. Let's use a credit card. Sure. There's a 30% plateau, right, or window that they'll allow you to spend before they start criticizing, ridiculing, judging, right? Mm -hmm. Because the higher you go to that limit on the credit card, the higher your risk is of default. Why are you using that credit card? This is what the algorithm's thinking. Yeah. Why? So to kind of go a little bit deeper on that, so you say 30%. So from a consumer standpoint, I'm looking at saying if I have a credit limit of 1,000, that means the balance on my credit card should never exceed $300. Correct. And if it goes over that, red flags start going up, starts changing. Listen, do we want to be ultra micro and granular? No. 32%, I've gotten questions, Dan, what about 35? You're losing something. Right. What? Well, I can't give you a full answer because I need to talk about longevity of credit, which is 15%. Now we're back to those buckets. Right. And then diversity, mixed use. Do you have a car loan? No. Do you have a student loan? Do you have a credit card? None Mm. of this. Hmm. Now the algorithm is saying, well, you're not showing me any risk. Therefore, what? Risk, no reward. So we're going to hold your credit score back. Maybe you got a mortgage. Right. So diversity, mixed use, debt to income, payment history, new inquiries or new trade lines, meaning how much, what's the last time you got new credit? Right. Really complex stuff. Yeah. Do you need new credit if somebody like us has a 25 year credit, credit sure. history? Now you're a little older than me, so you got a couple more <laughs> years, but you get, you get my point on that. I do. It all is factoring into I, snowflakes, right? They say no so, so, snowflakes are the same. Right. I very rarely see two credit reports that are same mm. and it's judging. Now, you know the other thing that we never talk about? What? Credit is not calculated. Like when you run somebody's application, you want to know how much money they make, right. right? The real estate agent comes in. They need to know for the equation. How come the credit doesn't do that? Credit doesn't care. You could be a multi-cazillionaire, right? right? Or you could be worth $10. You were worth $10 and have an 850 credit score. How is that possible? They don't track any of that it, stuff? It, it's not for that. A credit is a risk-based model to say, sure. are you approved? Great. Roll out the champagne in the red carpet. You're approved at a prime rate, A paper. You're doing everything great. Let's just go right to the other side of that. Right. What if something happened tragically in your life? What if you mm-hmm. missed the payment? What if you lost a job? What if you got sick? Right. Right. Seven years of late payment can stay on your credit. Let's talk about who wrote those loans. Right. Right. Why does that happen? Seven years. Yeah, it's now a long you, time to miss a payment. It's still negatively impact you. And, and whether you like it or whether I yeah. like it, it's not, that's not changing. Right. Not, not right now. I mean, maybe in the future, but right now, those are the laws that theoretically you get a late payment. It's on your credit for seven years. Now you don't see it on the credit. So if I was to pull someone's credit, I'm not going to see that, but it has, it's went into the backend algorithm. 
Correct. Okay. So the repositories of data, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, as you are well aware of or your astute career, right, yeah. is the three major players. CBC Innovis is the fourth one trying to make noise, basically trying to take market share. Coke, Pepsi. I, I tell people all the time, right, uh, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's. Right. Stop at one, you're going to pay. You stop at two. So and so forth. Don't stop at all three. You're gonna have a stomach ache, and it's not good for your diet. But do you know what I'm saying? So, so I get people that say all, all the time, "Hey, my Equifax score is this." I get it from the app. You have 33 percent of the puzzle completed. Right. You're missing 66 percent of the equation. Mm -hmm. Now, Joe Car Dealer may use Equifax. Paul, the car dealer, may use Experian. Mm -hmm. Tom, the mortgage broker, may use TransUnion or most likely all three and then right. use your middle score. Sure. So this is the complexities, and we're well, just starting to pull back the layer so of the onion, and we're going to get more creative. Yeah, I got a question uh, for you on that. So as a mortgage lender, you're going to pull all three throughout the high score, throughout the low score, qualifying the middle I think score. think that's fair. Most of the, most of the time, right? There's fair. some averaging you can do, but for the most part, that's how it works. Why does Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion all give you different credit scores? Different scoring models. Okay. So, you know, now TransUnion and Equifax might say, I, I like that the income a little higher. I'm going to start 40% because your debt on your credit card really, really scares me. Right. And I think you're riskier as we're experienced may put up their feet and say, you know what? Use your credit score. You're getting rewards miles. Now let's go back to that, right? Yeah. So, so they're all giving you three different scores based on what? Payment history. Mm -hmm. Because longevity. this is the pie shift, yeah. longevity, diversity, um, mixed use, right? And yep. increase or new lines of credit. I just want to stop for one second because that mixed use component, mm -hmm. that's a great nugget for everyone to take away is well, how, what's the diversity of credit that you have? You can't just have credit cards. You can't. You know, it's not going to optimize, no, but it's not, it's not going to optimize your score. That's the word. Right. And that's the word I speak about every day is optimally what can put you in as a consumer. Listen, it, we're either working for the bank or not working for the bank. And right. what I mean by that is if you have an 800 credit score, the bank is going to lend you money all day, every day and twice on Sunday, mm -hmm. and you're going to get the prime interest rate. Right. So yeah, listen, cost of doing business. Right. We just got down of career uh, two and a half percent mortgages last year. They're a little higher. Everybody's freaking out. Don't freak out. They're still historically low rates. Sure. It's cost of doing business. Right. Right. So unless you're going to pay cash, which then you're taking money out of your accounts and, you know, right. you're making a lot of money. Yeah, you got time value of money, withdrawal fees, all sorts of things that go into it. All sorts of different things. So that makes sense on the three credit bureaus, Dan, that they would just use different percentages mm -hmm. in their algorithm as to how they come mm -hmm. up with it. So a question that I get all the time. Yep. So I, I'll talk to someone who tells me that their credit score is a 740. Oh, I know where this is going. And I say, well, where did you get that credit score? I got it from Credit Karma or one of those uh, entities. Yeah. And I try to explain to them that when you get your credit pulled, or not really pulled, when you get a profile score from those folks, it gives you a higher credit score than what an exact hard pull of your credit's going to be for mortgages. Yep. Why is that? The way I like to describe it, and it's factual, is it's an assumed assumed credit score without leverage or debt. So okay. you could be higher because you're not putting a million dollar or $200,000 mortgage on there. You're not putting debt on there of a credit card. Right. Because right, if you get a $10,000 credit limit, the, yep. the algorithm automatically knows what you can spend, what you are spending, your spending patterns. Sure. And right. So they want to know why you have 10 credit cards out of 10,000. That might actually hold your scores back mm -hmm. from growing. So it's all, it's intuitive. It's used in AI. I mean, we're using AI in these algorithms sure. to produce the score and it's manipulated and leveraged depending on situations. And then when you look at something like a credit karma, and I'm not bad mouthing uh. them at all, but at the end of the day on it, 
they're not really pulling your credit. They it's use, not a hard pull of your credit. They use what's called the Vantage credit scoring okay. system, which came out in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And it was to give an advantage to a consumer to have a risk-based score, but no banks don't really use it. Right. So if you're going to go buy a car, a mortgage, a credit card, they're all pulling a hard inquiry, mm -hmm. right? And using the different risk-based model. And we get this all the time. Dan, uh, I spoke to a lender. Uh, you know, The lender told me I'm 600. I pulled Credit Karma at 700. Right. The also problem with Credit Karma, and again, neither one of us are picking on it. I think yeah. it's good to understand your credit. Yep. But they're missing Experian. They decided to part ways. Right, so now you have sixty-six percent of the equation, and you don't know what's on Experian, Greg. So what if you went to the doctor, or your kids got braces, or you have a veterinarian bill, and that doctor bill went to Experian, and here you walk into Greg, and I got my money, or you know, a loan office or real sure. estate realtor's got a deal. I have all my money, and they pull Experian, I'm like, bud, you have five collections on here. Right. You don't see the whole case. Right. So I always, always, always recommend to all of my real estate partners, all of my mortgage partners, brokers and bankers, right? It's advantage scoring system. It does assume, I, I mean, it does not assume risk. Pull your credit report. Right. Guys, again, remember when I said 65% of the scores, payment history and debt to income? Yes. If you're 745 and you pull your credit, you're going to be 745. Right. You're going to pull your credit a thousand times. You're not. You're going to continue to pull your credit for three months. I hope you don't. Are you shopping for a student loan, a home, a beach house, a car, a Learjet? No, we don't. Do we really do that kind of stuff? No, if you're looking for a Learjet, you're paying cash. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Make sure that me and Greg get invited on your exactly. next Vegas trip. Hey, I have two questions for you. So with the with the Vantage score, yeah. is it out of a potentially higher scoring 100%. amount? 100%. And that's part of the reason why the score is higher, right? Because it's, it's not 850. Because I think for FICO, it's what, 350 to 850? 350 to 850. And okay. there's, you know, 900 to Vantage. Okay. The higher, the better, right? Triple right. A rated credit as per FICO, Fair Isaacs Corporation, right? That was started in 1956. Mm -hmm. Just to give a little facts, if there's any nerds out there like me that like to know their history, and I should as a CEO and founder of a company, I need to know who these people are and what their primary role. And FICO, right. it's been around forever. So when you get that, my, my, the FICO score, right? It right. really gives the full detail and picture, right? Yeah. Of... Of the whole scenario, if you will. Well, and then is and there advantage so, doesn't. We right advantage doesn't like, is my point. The available amount of points are higher, therefore your credit would organically be higher if you're more out of more points, right? My point being is, is once you get to 740, I lost my train of thought yeah. there actually. But once you're at 740, FICO considers you AAA rated. Right now, the bank may not. That's up to the bank. We don't get into all those guidelines. 741, 800. Listen, we all want to be 800. But let's strive for 741 right. because sometimes we're carrying credit cards. That balances, right? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's okay. You see it, right? Sure. But I always tell people, let's talk about that. If you're going to make the major purchase, and I'm sure you've said this on your show, I want credit cards paid off 90 days in advance, no questions asked. Want to know why? Credit cycles once a month. Right. So your mortgage report's here, your car report's there, your student loan report's there. Right. I want that 30 day. So today's what, August 17th. Mm -hmm. I don't know where we're at in the cycle because right. it's not public information and the credit card companies aren't giving you. I'm going to report next week, uh, Greg. Hey, pay down this card or you're going to lose eight points. It's not theoretically doing that. So the faster you pay things out, the more yeah. diligent and thorough 
The higher your score, the lower the what? That, that, yeah. The lower the rate. Absolutely. Short term, pay off your cards. Yeah. Use your Mac card or your ATM Mac card. That's dating myself. Use your ATM card, yeah. right, or, or or banking purposes for that month. Let the credit rep, uh, credit scores go up naturally because why? We've eliminated risk. Now yeah. your card payments carrying your credit. Your student loan installment. You have the open credit. It's not like you're closing it out. Yeah. You could still use it, and it's still there. Yeah. Keep it in your wallet. That's a good, that's a good point, Dan. You pay those 90 days ahead of time because different companies are going to report at different times of the month. Yeah, it's you market don't know timing. when they cycle. You know, right? you know, time in the market or timing the market, if you heard in the financial world. Yeah. Same thing with credit. But 90 days is more than enough time. And sure. it's almost, it does, it doesn't almost, it solidifies your maximum optimization of your credit scores, which is a word you use. And I'm sure we're going to use several times in this on this. So another question for you is where should somebody go? Where should a consumer go to pull their credit for free so they understand where they stand? Like a real pull of their credit. A hard, a, a hard pull? A hard pull, like freecreditreport.com? There's, there, there's none. Okay. So there is no, a, a hard pull is an offer of finance. Okay. Meaning I, you know, you own a mortgage company, a bank, a student loan, a credit union. You are seeking debt and leverage. And there's difference between debt and leverage. Okay. Right? Debt is costing you money. Leverage may be making you money. Maybe I'm taking out $250,000 from XYZ Bank mm -hmm. to build my business. As an owner, right? We always want to be growing and moving forward. Okay. So that's leverage. Why is it leverage? Because I've used my credit to get the lowest interest rate, therefore the lowest payment. And now I can maximize that capital and expand the business and grow. That's mm -hmm. leverage. It's making me money. Right. Debt is when I'm out there using my credit card and buying frivolous items. We all do it. We're Americans. I mean, let's face it. We have $32 trillion right, uh, yeah. of debt out there. Yeah. So the example is not being led of how to really manage and maintain your money. But if you think about each month that you're going to work 40 hours a week, right? Most of us, I work more. I'm sure you do too. Sure. The lower the interest rate, the lower the payment, the more capital back in your pocket. And Greg, what my firm does a lot is when we evaluate credit, we say, hey, your credit card interest rate's 25%. You're in a subprime or a deep subprime auto loan, and we give that to them, and we uncover thousands of dollars sure. a month for them. And what does that do? Gives them advice, gives them education, gives them direction and guidance. You know, yeah, yeah. More money for you and I is a better thing for us as consumers so we can try to get ahead that you bring up further. a great point with that too you know you look at the importance of overall credit now everyone knows you get a better interest rates if your credit's sure. better but i don't know that everyone actually does the math right so if you have a 680 credit score and 680 i'm not so not a terrible credit score. It's you can an get a, a rated credit score. Yeah. Which is good. But a is a good number. But if you're 740 so. and your rate's lower on everything, it's lower on your credit cards, it's lower on your mortgage, it's lower on your, you know, call it your home equity line, it's lower on your car payment. The thousands of dollars that are created back to you for having the higher credit and not paying that. What can you do with that? I mean, imagine that over the course of somebody's lifetime, right? Buy an investment property, exactly. a beach house, a retirement fund. Yep. Leverage, right? But you're, we're concentrating on the good credit. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm called in. So I do anywhere. Square One Credit Management Get was founded to help consumers with education and information. Because let's face it, whether you went to, uh, job, whether you graduated high school or whether you went to Wharton, right? There's mm -hmm. really no education about how to manage it. We're just getting some stuff on the internet that goes out there. And then you have to navigate through what it actually means and the complexities 
of credit, right. right? So if there's no education out there, we have to get it from people we know and we trust. And sure. that, that's where it starts from. And, um, you know, the people, uh, fortunately, listen, I had bad credit when I was 19. I'm not, you know, I was mortified then, embarrassed then, but at 44 and successful and got my act together and realized I'm going to work to pay back excessive interest rates that are unnecessary, right. learn, educate, and discipline myself to put myself first, sure. right? So like, I want, can I pick on the car insurance industry? You can do Love whatever them. you want, Dan. 650 or lower, right? There's a federal regulation where you're going to be 15 to 20% higher, Right. On car insurance. That's a great point. I mean, we live in New car, Jersey, man. I'm, I'm yeah. already, it's just ridiculous. Right. Right? You know? But it's necessary, and I'm not going to cry over spilled milk, and I need insurance. What I want to make sure I do is I don't pay three or $400 more a month, uh, a year. Right. On something like that, because, again, my credit score matters. And the million-dollar question that Greg's going to ask. What <laughs> so I love does your Greg. credit score have to do with your driving record? They say there's more of a liability of a lawsuit. Might be in a different situation. Desperation. I hate to use the word, but you think about things differently. And these are not my, I didn't make this up, Greg. I'm sure. just relaying information from insurance yeah. partners that they say, you know, if your 550 borrower is X amount higher in percentage wise to sue me than an 800 borrower. Why? So, I, statistics. Been, there's pro, but because people in different situations, desperate people do desperate things. Yeah, no, makes sense. But if you have better credit and you're ahead and it all relies on that, right? Let me ask you another question. So when you look at, so you're a credit expert, when you look at someone's credit, mm -hmm. is there one, two, three things, and we'll pick on one for now, that you see that's most common where like, people make a mistake? Well, high debt to utilization on credit cards is the number one. Okay. Right. Again, it goes back to the timing, 30, 60, 90 days. I like to see you 90 days out because you come in and are you prepared? You may think you're prepared, but that goes back to a great question in the U.S. Pull your credit now. Yeah. Pull your credit. I'm going to be shopping for home in three months. Get, I mean, I, I love you and I know you very well. So I'm going to say, call Greg. Right. There's going to be a big purchase here. Let, why are we not properly preparing ourselves? Right. We know we're properly preparing ourselves in the market. We're going to know our money's there. We're going to know our income is there. Why are we not checking our credit on a hard pull? Because we're scared of inquiries. Well, Run the credit report. Yeah. It is your due diligence. It's almost your responsibility at that point to know and understand because then we can advise you on the simple things. This is no cost for me to tell you or Greg to tell you, hey, pay down this credit card. You're over the limit. Right. What did that take us? 30 seconds? There's right. no charges for things so, like that. So the number one issue becomes how leveraged somebody is on paper. What, what's number two? Is it late payments? So late payments. Okay. Collections. Charge-offs. I got a question for you. I love that. So if you, if you have a late payment, let's say you have a credit card balance of, or excuse me, a credit limit of 10000 and your balance is 9900 and you're late on it, does that have a bigger impact than if you have a $10,000 balance or a 10000 limit with a $100 balance? Well, now that we know payment history and debt to income count for 65% yeah. of your score, absolutely, yeah. Because you look super leveraged old. and you messed it. Boom. So okay. instead of losing 50 points, but it also goes back to what's your car payment? Are you on time? Where's your mortgage? Where's your student loan? Now, what if you don't have any of that? Right. Now you're going to take a bigger hit because there is no substantial, there, there is nothing to judge you on. And this is how complex credit is. Do you have too much? Do you have too little? Right. Now we don't know. So why are we not figuring out? And again, going back to the Vantage, it is good to monitor. Why doesn't everybody have ID theft? I have identity theft protection. 
I'll tell you why I did. I got a phone call three, four, five, six years ago. I don't remember that somebody tried to open up eight Verizon accounts. Mm. I don't need eight phones. I got two kids and a wife. That's all I have. I'm good <laughs> with that. My kids are six, by the way. They're not getting cell phones. My point being and you is, have twins. I do. Luke and Madeline are my pride and joy. My best, <laughs> my best invention ever, although I didn't do much work. That's a story for another day. Um, but when I got those alerts, right, How? what if I didn't know? What yeah. if I didn't know and, and then – I called Greg and I'm like, I need a mortgage. And then he's like, Bud, you're 552 credit score. You have eight, you have eight collections. Okay, what if what if it's what if it snowballed? Right. What if then now that my information was sold somewhere else? I'm not trying to scare people. It's mm. out there and I think everybody knows at this point. And the FBI statistics are identity theft is the fastest growing crime. But what if I didn't have my credit manager? So there is an opportunity, there is an advantage for the Vantage credit scoring system mm -hmm. to at least monitor and keep track. So you it's would, a form of insurance. There's yeah, no other so way you'd highly that. recommend credit monitoring or a lock on your credit? Uh, uh, the lock, I don't know if I recommend, but okay. the monitoring it is. The, you know, locking, I, I don't necessarily recommend that. Listen, just be vigilant and right. look at your credit. But don't get worked up. Credits should have volatility. And if your credit moves 5 to 10, 15 points a month, I'm okay with that. There's a reason. If your credit scores are moving 40, 50, 100 points and it's a deduction, that's the time to call Square One Credit Management and maybe get a consultation because that is not structurally sound. Yeah, makes sense. And it's clear from this conversation there's a big education gap that we have in credit. You know, How do we bridge that? Right? What's the what's the process? How do we get the message out? How do we try to help educate people as to what they need to pay attention to? I, I guess be, I got to be very careful show. of this answer. Yeah, but how else yeah. do you do it? Why? How, how do I sound with I'm not picking on banks? I love banks. I need banks. Banks are my partner, right? Yeah. How do you grow a business without banks? Oh, you need them. Uh, so, so I love them. I mean, why am I gonna? Why am I gonna? Listen, let's just talk last year. I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but I was making thirty something percent in the market. My financial advisors. Why sure. am I gonna take thirty percent out of the market and buy a two and a half percent interest rate? How did I learn that? Asking questions. Right. Ask more questions. You know, I grew up. My parents are the best, man. I love them to death. But we didn't talk about money because they didn't talk about money. Yeah. And how did that advantage happen? So how do we get this into the schooling system? Yeah. How do we get the banks to start teaching this? You're still going to make money. Yeah. You know, well, you, you, it's we a need a curriculum, you know, because I grew we up in the same fashion. My parents did not talk about money. I have the conversations open and honestly with my kids. I have four us. kids. It right. Yeah. But, that, but Greg, they didn't stay talk about there. It. Stay there. Yeah. I'm my kids are six, as you know, Luke and Madeline. Yeah. And I'm already having conversations with them about credit and about money. And it's not to be materialistic. It's absolute opposite. Right. It's for educational values so they understand the way the system works. You can cry and stomp your feet all day about how broken the system is. And I'll be the first one to tell you it's broken. Yep. Or you can get on the field and play in the game. Yep. And you can be better because what? Information yeah. is more, what is it? The pen is mightier than the sword. I couldn't agree with you more. So Dan, we're going to take a quick break. Greg Wareham, Dan Danizek, we'll be back with you in two seconds. So I wanted to thank today's sponsor, Cousin Seafood Clam Bar. They have two convenient locations, one located in Marlboro, New Jersey, right on South Main Street, and another newer location located in New Brunswick on Albany Street, right by the, right by the college. Now, Cousin Seafood Clam Bar was founded in 2016, and they pride themselves on serving the freshest and highest quality of foods while maintaining a fun and vibrant atmosphere for all their guests. I've been there before to the location 
Station of Marlboro. It's fantastic. Their menu consists of a wide variety of seafood dishes as well as evolving into a steakhouse with high-quality meats. They have a full range of items from the raw bar, oysters, clam, lobster, crab meat, king crab legs. I mean, they got everything there. And they have some amazing entrees with pastas, chicken entrees, porterhouse steak, and tomahawk platters. The tomahawk you got to check out. Again, I want to thank today's sponsor, Cousin Seafood Clam Bar, located in Marlboro, New Jersey, and New Brunswick, New Jersey. Welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Your Mortgage Process. I'm your host, Greg Wareham. We have Dan Danizek from Square One Credit today. Hey, Dan, before we get back into it, I, I need to show you something. Just hold on one. I'm gonna t you guys got to watch the video of this. <laughs> I heard my wife told me there's a surprise coming. By the so, way. Dan, I want to you to tell me whether or not you can identify this person. Hold on, please. Could you please identify him? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, who is that person in the West Milford yearbook? That's about uh, two dozen hot dogs ago. <laughs> Where did you get this, you criminal? So, uh, I, so you got to research everyone before you they come on the show, right? Get a good idea. This and last is night, middle school. No, it's high school, 1994 for you. Oh, yeah, it is. Actually. So oh, yeah, yeah, my wife, my wife, Rachel, was was looking you up because she knew we were doing the show today. And she said, yeah, I think he's from West Milford. The yeah, the name. I just put it together. I think she's from, I think he's from West Milford. She goes, I'll be right back. She goes downstairs. She pulls out her yearbook. And she goes, that's Dan right there. You went to the same high school. Oh, my, my God, I did. That's a small, <laughs> my wife's like, and she wouldn't tell me what this, that is phenomenal. <laughs> That is so awesome. Uh, so, all right, getting back to what we're talking about. All right, so you had alluded to this, but can you have your credit pulled multiple times without it negatively impacting your credit score? Absolutely, and you should because you, you know, you want to shop. You, you know, if somebody's giving you X and somebody's giving you Y, or somebody's giving you A and somebody's giving you Z, there's too far of a gap there. And, and when you know that, it's always get a recommendation and a referral, Greg. Right? Like my business thrives on reputation right so the more Same. my name is passed along the more confidence and trust and it's i like the internet like the next guy i use it probably i i don't i would love to know how many google searches i do a day i'm a very sure. uh, inquisitive kind of guy but when i need somebody i'm usually going to my resources and asking out because there's trust rapport in a relationship sure. and i still think that's the number one way to, way to go and local businesses is supporting that as so well. when i run the credit so if someone's looking if someone calls me and they had their credit report run by a different mortgage company a week ago and mm -hmm. now i run the credit again does it negatively impact their credit score? Does it drop it? it? It doesn't. It doesn't. Again, that's in the 30 day grace period. So there's a 30 day grace period. You can have your credit run multiple times right. by mortgage companies. I I'm comfortable. Listen, three times. I don't have yeah. statistical or metrical proof that it, it, I don't think you need to run it more than that. You right. shouldn't. And once you get an understanding, that's when you should pull the brakes back, pull the right. reins of the horse, both of them. Sure. There's no reason to run it anymore. And as a matter of fact, in the mortgage process, as you know, and I'll certainly share once you're dialed in, don't go be, I always advise people. Sit tight, sit idle. Don't go to the Raymar and Flanagan's. Don't right. don't start the restoration hardwares because if you get that out, that could change. Remember when we were talking about before six eighty to six ninety nine, seven hundred to seven nineteen. Yeah. Worse yet, six nineteen and below. Right. right. A lot of lenders aren't going to touch you in uh, one of the government programs under that score, and it could get expensive 
because we were feisty. Well, Sit on your hands. Yeah, and you bring up a great point with that from a mortgage standpoint. Once you get under a 620 credit score, you cannot do a conventional mortgage. So now you're left with some alternative mortgage products, FHA potentially being one of them. Sure. But to your point, Dan, the price starts to really jump it's exponentially. Back to what I'm always saying to people. You can buy today, should you? Right. The more diligently prepared you are, the easier the job is, the less... Uh, the less costly it is, right? Right. So prepare yourself. You know, Warren Buffett says the he says no ninety something percent of the time. Just say not yet, right? Right, and get it together. Wait thirty days. You've waited this long, and, and I have clients that literally get in a con contract and they're five fifty, right? And the pressure is insurmountable because you know it's a process, the credit repair process. Listen, it's it's walking up Mount Everest and jumping off with a you know, with a parachute. Sure. How long does it take you to walk if you can even make it to the top? Right. That's how long it takes you to get credit. And one late payment, one collection, one charge up, boom, you hit the bottom and That's now good you're analogy. 520 again. So what's your process, Dan, to restore, optimize, rehabilitate credit? Yeah. Education first. Okay. Right. So when we get a credit report, everything that we're discussing now and then some is discussed in full transparency. We're laying out a roadmap, a detailed architectural blueprint for success. Right. And that's giving up front. So so a client wants to know, listen, the first thing is what? Cost. The second thing is how many points they're going to raise. Right. So I, I need an 800. Well, you don't need an 800. You want an 800. Sure. There's a difference. Let's separate what the necessity is yeah. over the want and the need. Right. So when we evaluate the credit report, we're going to do that. And we don't speculate anymore at our company. We get a credit report compliant to us or we take a mortgage credit report, whatever we can do. And then we evaluate. Longevity, diversity, payment history, late payments. Mm -hmm. You know, do they have enough credit? We haven't even discussed that yet. You know how many people just need to open up some credit and give right. it some seasoning, as we call well, it? No credit business? can be bad credit. No right? credit's costing you a lot of money. Yeah. I, I deal with bankruptcies um, that people happen and then they call us later to get some relief and some help. And they're like, I'll never have another credit card. I won't take it on as a client. Right. Why? Because you're shortchanging yourself, but more importantly, the results we're going to get for you. Mm -hmm. So if I got you 20 or 30 points, I think that's valuable. But if I can get you 60, 70, 100 points in that 60, 90 days, right. and our average right now is about 80 points a bureau well, in 90 significant. days. It's very significant. Yeah. And our average stays consistent, Greg, because we have an approval process. And it's not like going to get you or going to get a credit card. Ours is much different, and it's right. credit-driven. Can we help you? Can we fit your budget? Can we fit your timeline? Is it realistically possible for you to complete the program? Right. Because how? what is it? You have a collection, and you write a dispute letter, and clients do this all the time. If it's valid, what do you do next? What's your contingency plan? Right. That's when you need experts to come in and start moving stuff out of the way and getting clarity for well, it. Well, you bring up a great point with a collection account. Like, is there a process that you could go through to try to remove something negative from your credit? Yeah. So now we're going back to Credit Karma and all these people. They're saying yeah. dispute, 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 right? Is that, that what they say? Is that work? This okay. is this has been around now since I've been since I've been in business since 1999, not in business, but in the financial world. I just want to say something before, before I uh, lose my train of thought on it yeah. is if you have active disputes on your credit report and you're trying to close on a mortgage, certain mortgage products, 
they do not allow you to close with active disputes. Right. So now, as you've alluded to, now for these programs, they don't want disputes. Don't dispute anything. Anything that's free. I mean, not to say free isn't for me. I like I like free stuff. Don't you? I love free <laughs> I stuff. I do. You want but a pen? The, I'll give you a pen. I, would, I need two of them. As a matter of fact. If you're giving me one, give me two, right? I'll just yeah, take advantage of you. My point being, you know, is, is if you're going to write a letter and it becomes, yeah, well, you have 10 collections and you're writing a letter, what happens after the letter? Let's say nine of them. Let's say you got lucky. Count came off. Okay, your credit score went up five points. Right. I'll take it. But what if the significance is 150 points of the deduction? Mm. Right? Let's talk about something else with credit, right? It's very important. Whether you have a, if you get a collection, and I get this all the time, whether you have a dollar, whether you owe a dollar, I've never seen a collection filed for a dollar, but let's choose this, right. or you owe a billion dollars, infinite amount of money, there's no correlation between your credit score because it's a collection. Mm. So the balance is irrelevant. Dollar or a million dollars just sucks because you're going to have to go into your pocket and get this settled. That's the relevance. Well, well, hold on, hold on a second. Yeah. I, I want to back up just to make sure we're clear. So what you're saying is that no matter what the dollar amount of the collection account, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The balance really? is relevant, not okay. the physical number, dollar, billion dollars. So $25 yep. is doing the same thing as $10,000. Okay. The fact huh. that it's in collection. So what do my clients say all the time? Or what is the question I get? Well, I'll just pay this off. Eh, wrong answer. Mm. Why are you going to pay it off? First, you got to validate it. Crude interest, penalties, and fees. Have you checked discovery on it? Right. Look at the whole abstract. If the account's verified, guys, that's okay too. And I tell people this all the time. We can't wave a magic wand to just remove things from your credit. Right. Right? If it yeah. meets the process, the Fair Credit Reporting Act compliant process that we go through, right, mm -hmm. then we have a contingency plan. Now we'll get it settled for cents on the dollar for you, either in a short-term program or a long-term program with the advantage of having that account potentially deleted from your credit. And then what do you think happens? So if you lost 100 points, let's just use simple math, 700 credit score, you got a $25 collection, you're now at 600. Today you pay the whole $25, next month it reports because it's going to take 30 days. Now right. you're back to 605. Well, you should have paid it. It's an obligation, but you didn't finish the process. And that's where we take our process yeah. to get 100%. That's the only true way of kicking it in the butt and getting the process done now. Or we're going back to that seven-year statute of limitations thing. Yeah, that's, that's a great point, Dan, because something that people do not know, and I see it in the mortgage space, is if you have a $100 collection account, and you say, well, I'm going to pay that. And they pay it. Well, that account then gets updated on the credit report as paid, but it's a negative account. Still negative. And I've seen it drop their credit score. That's exactly my Where point. they could have closed with the $100 collection account. The, the, the damage is done. Right. right. And then another question that we get all the time, well, you know, is it a 100% guarantee you can get all of them off? I would love to give you that 100% guarantee, but it's case by case basis. And listen to this. You know the beauty of my business? After we educate you, advise you, do everything every measure of our process and hold your hand to make sure that start to finish, right? Everything's done. Yeah. Even if we're 70 or 80% successful, you're going to be looking at a major score increase that changes your average, right? right? So you might went to 599, which is a double F, triple F rated score, depending on who you're listening to, right? to 660, which is a B rated score right? overnight, right? You might go from 680 to 720, you know, you're in the mortgage business. Totally. And like That's going to be, 
The, the, the true it's thousands of dollars. I, I just thousands. did something this morning before um, we were at a great event. With the, it doesn't matter, but we were at a great event today. And what I wanted to bring is something he had a 660 score to a 720 score. And right. it was a $300 difference in a mortgage. And I've literally had clients. And that's okay if you feel this way. I don't. But they say, God, it's only 300 bucks. Hey, dude, 300 times 360 is over 90 thousand dollars over the life of a loan is it still not much now i'm going to get real i'm going to get really geeky right now you do it on the car payment 300 bucks over 72 months you're at 21,000 you're at over 100 grand if you are okay me and greg me and greg are coming over later with a suitcase and you're going to pile your money in and we're just going to sail off to tahiti in the sunset you're not okay with it i'm being cute i'm not okay with it and you have to be vigilant and get things done. Guys, there's help out of there. The days of being embarrassed about credit, like shit happens. Right. Like the fact that you still have bad credit five years, six years, seven years. And again, I had bad credit. So I could, it's like a hair commercial. I'm not only a client, I'm a, you know, right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a patient too. Cy, Cy was the Remember guy. Remember that guy? Cy Sperling, we're, dating, <laughs> we're dating ourselves again. The hair club for men, Nick. Nick never would have needed that. Look at Nick's hair. He's got a it's yeah. fantastic. It's never going anywhere. I was born this way. <laughs> Were you one of the babies that came out with a full head of hair? That's a great question. I actually don't know that answer. I th- we got to get, get mom hair. on the he phone. Was. We're going to get sure. mom on the phone. We I need a bald. special guest call in for next time. Next <laughs> right. mom. Next mom. But um, yeah, now that you sidetracked me, now I'm looking yeah. at the guy's hair and I'm like, it is it's really good, nice. By the way, it is. We've nice. talked Too about. Bad it we can't get a view of that. What do they say? The 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 mom's father's side is I think how the hair passes down. Correct. Yeah. I so hope that's solid. right. I'll be solid. Yeah, be what are you though. talking about with that flowing locks? I always comment. About well, this guy's my mother's too. father, he passed away a few years ago. My Sorry, grandfather, he lived till what, late nineties, right? God Great bless life. him. Yeah. Right. Full head of hair. Yeah. That's crazy. And he had all genetics. Teeth. Right. You can go back to credit. I don't kind of switch it, but genetic credit, you can have genetic credit right. all your life. You should key that. You should term Genet- that. Well, I have a term. genetic credit. I have a term. What is it? If cash is king, Credit is queen. I saw that on your business card. Yeah. That's a really good Something one. Something goofy me and my wife were talking about one day. I just started playing chess as an adult, and I'm terrible. Okay. Terrible. But long story short, think about it. The most powerful chess piece is the queen, right? right. Whether you're novice or you know nothing, you know the queen is the most important part. Or, so or it's your house. Great the, to, yeah, well, the house is super <laughs> duper. But my point is, listen, everybody wants cash, but yeah. in a different and evolving society where credit is it, it's run everywhere, Right. Like it's the strongest piece in the chessboard. Right. I mean, in a way, cash pays for the credit, but you can leverage yourself and move forward with, God forbid, a hard time. And guys, let's never lose focus of what the credit card is designed to do. And I think mm. that's important to kind of segue yeah, in. Definitely. For the roof, for the car, for the flat tire, for the medical emergency. We're going out, we're shopping for belts and we're shopping for sneakers. And dude, I like to shop, but when we're making the major purchase and you're calling Greg for that mortgage, be prepared and pull it back because if you can save, remember that 300? Yeah. Now your rate's prime. There is zero, zero times 360 or 30, 30, uh, 30 years, years. Yeah. zero. Yeah. Now the bank, it's just a cost of doing business and you can't, can't stop your feet. You don't like it, pay cash. You know, that, and, I don't recommend and you know what? That's anyway. a really great point. And, you know, hopefully a nugget that people could take away that maybe uh, use a lot of credit cards is credit cards are geared towards emergency. Those are emergency funds because it, they don't feel like you're borrowing it at the time that you pull it out, that, that, that. but you're actually borrowing it. I mean, it's just like borrowing for a car or borrowing for a mortgage. You know, credit cards is the, the same thing. So what about, like, just a little history. How come in the late 70s, you know how many people had a credit card percentage-wise? You want to take a st- 
You're 100. Yeah, because yeah. I told you that. No, I've been studying. <laughs> I knew you were coming in. Ten. It's in my notes. Now the pe- <laughs> you know the the college kiosks. If you guys remember I that, I, I visited all my friends' college. I wasn't a, a college guy. So I'm not a big school guy, but I love education and learning. It really doesn't make any sense. Love, love, love education. Love learning. But uh, if you remember back in the day, in the early 2000s, late 90s, you would literally walk through the colleges and there'd be kiosk. Capital One, Credit One, yeah. blah, blah, blah. There'd be kids there just ripping credit cards out. Yeah. For what? what no, they incent you. They give you like a free blanket. They too. did. And again, I'm not against the banks and their, their businesses, but like put the education of what we're supposed to doing, not going to the bar and spending it in, you know, because you have a $300 limit, you know. Yeah, you know, and that's actually a really great point. And again, it's not a slight on the banks, but if you're going to sell something, I know my industry, mm-hmm. if I'm going to sell somebody a mortgage, for lack of a better way to put it, you know, I educate them as to, well, here's what it's going to cost. Here's what it looks like. Here's your payment. Here's all the, here's your interest rate. You know, here's your annual percentage rate. Like they have to legally get all the information and I would give it to them anyway, but you it's want, part of the I process. I was going to say, you want to do that. Of course. Education and information. Of course. But you look at the flip side of it. If you have someone at a college with a credit card and a free blanket they're giving out, they're not going through any of that. <laughs> they're saying, blanket? fill out the application and you get a free blanket. Think about what you just said there. They're in college, not getting education about credit and finance. But yet there's... They're not even working. You're walking right out and you're getting a credit card. Yeah. We have to get. We have to make our money again work for ourselves as consumers right. at all times. And listen, guys, if, if it comes down, and like I said before, things happen and emergencies happen, we're well beyond the embarrassment stages. Oh, I have bad credit. Well, do something about it. Right. There's programs, there's literature, there's information. Call us. I mean, our consultation is still free of charge. It's great. There's some people that think that that's kind of crazy in this world. Mm-hmm. I'm the CEO of the company and I'm proud of that. I say that proudly, not arrogantly. It's not changing. And not, not while I own the company, not while I'm in charge, because that's the first foundation of this. Right. Learn, educate, improvise, right? Have a rock solid plan structurally and then follow through. I, right. I How many clients, you know, I, the other thing I get, I yeah. get upset about is client services and customer services in our country. You're paying me. I'm answering my phone. Right. You have an easy question. Great. You have a hard question. Great. Yeah. I'm the expert. That's what you're paying me to lean on. We're forgetting that. Another thing that people love about square one is we have no 800 number. So it isn't you call in and you get transferred here and get transferred there and you get over. When I call my bank or my, I had to call Sprint. I still use Sprint. Good service. Well, that's good. Sorry, right. it's not Verizon. <laughs> but, uh, I had a close Sprint. I waited 40 minutes to get an answer about yeah. a bill that was wrong by a couple shekels. Now, what do you think my temperature is? My temperature, I'm a pretty level-headed guy, yeah. but my temperature, I'm pretty pissed off at that point. Yeah. When you call us, this is a financial attraction. You need answers, and we give them to you. Yeah. Now, listen, I used to say to people all the time, don't call me on Sunday night when Game of Thrones is on. Right. I'm not answering your call. I'm focused. <laughs> right? But in, you know, Monday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Thursday, we're going to be there to answer your calls. Yeah. And it's very important to provide customer service and to know that yeah. we're there and we're working. And it's an arduous, complex process. The mortgage right. businesses, the credit is, and the people that you can lean on, right, foundationally, that you know have your back and your best interest are still the best people in business today. Yeah, and I couldn't agree with you more, Dan. And from an education standpoint, you know, everything rises and falls on education. I do the same thing in my business. I mean, it's all education first, and then everything else fell, falls in line, right? Yeah. And once people understand, well, okay, well, then everything else is easy. So we're all on the same page. 
But at the end of the day, you know, you're not you're not in business for free. Nobody is. Mm -hmm. So when you look at trying to rehabilitate your credit, and I know it's different on different people. Sure. What do you think it? Well, like, what's the cost? Yeah. <laughs> And I know it's a loaded question because it it's depends. A, but it's a good question, and I don't squirm because I care about the cost. There's a we're, we're a for profit business, right? Mm -hmm. I have 23 years of experience. That you know, a, a floor guy told me once, "You're not paying me just for today. You're paying me for the 30 years that I've been in business to make sure it is." And in my business, yeah. I don't know if you have a $25 medical collection, or I've seen 30 million dollars of small business debt. Wow. So my competitors, if you will, their other industry professionals created this wonderful gym membership. We'll Big get it chain, done yeah. when we'll get it done. And everybody can afford the buffet and not at square one because a Band-Aid and open heart surgery do not cost the same and nobody can tell me otherwise. Right. So, so somebody that has two collections is going to pay a lot less because of time. Money and cost. Sure. Somebody with 25 collections, right? Listen, regardless of what the reason is, may pay a little bit more. But how about a capital investment, right? Are yeah. you in, is this an investment or is this a fee? Right. So if I tell you your cost is X, but I can save you Y a month, we average $1,200, $1,200 of savings a month yeah. for the American consumer. So I will sit here and ask anybody at any income threshold, what are you going to do with 1200 bucks? Because you're not going to tell me it's not enough because it's a lot of goddamn money that you have back in your pocket to dispose and invest in your way. Sure. Right? Sure. So, so 70 yeah. points. Now, think about something else, right? Everybody now we have, my phone's over there, but we live in this now, now, now world. I need everything now. Okay, I'll give that to you too. Like I have my program was a 12 months when we first started, 16 months, 18 months. We're down. We have programs now that are a week for medical stuff. Right. Two weeks, right? Yeah, if it's 90 days and I get you 70 points or 50 points or 100, whatever it's going to be based on your situation, and I get your credit score growing by 10 points a month for six months, that's 60 more points. Mm -hmm. I'm selling financial freedom. Yeah, no, and you put, put a good... Uh, uh, spin on that for lack of a better way to put it. it really is an investment kind of going back to your original statement with if you're saving $300 a month over 30 years is $90,000. Yeah. Right. And that's was just an example of the mortgage, mm -hmm. right? Now you're going to do it on your car insurance and you can do it on your credit cards mm -hmm. and your car payments. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars that are coming out of your pocket. And listen, if you need to buy the mortgage and there's something that your, your landlord's selling their home, you can always refinance later. Totally. So, yeah. so, so listen, it's, and that's the beauty of my business and why I think we excel in it is we are very, very diversified. We're, 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 we can move and shake based off of what the client's needs are. I have a guy, I have clients that call me every day. I'm not going to buy a home for 12 months. I don't, maybe they'll never buy, but they're still saving money. I have clients that are like, dude, I signed a contract with Greg last week. I heard you're the best, get it done. I have to slow that down too. Right. Because unmanageable expectations are not what I do. I want to help you, but sometimes you have to say no. And that's important in why we do business and why we know each other and why we're growing. Yeah. Because we have a reputation protector. If I can't truly show you a difference in your credit in my program and then done, I'm not taking you on. And that's the difference between all these gym memberships these yeah. companies that have open-ended, open-ended contracts. Right. How? When's the finish line? <clears throat> right. How, how is that? I don't understand that. My company will never provide that. And consumers have to start thinking about how come they just told me it could be six to twelve months. Right. First of all, six or twelve months. 
That's you know, how about double. an hour or two hours? I can live with that. But six to 12 months, 12 months to two years, these, these, these don't make, this stuff doesn't make any sense. And it's business for the business. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our partnerships are all from partners, loan yeah. officers, mortgage brokers, real estate agents. And that's why I came on the show. You today. know, and it comes all back to the education again. I mean, you look at some uh, companies that are just charging a monthly reoccurring sure. fee. You know, all right. Well, whose best interest is that? Is is that? I I don't know. I'm not going to qualify. No, it. you don't have to. I but, I will. But it's... you get but you got to have the transparency associated with the education. I mean, when your credit is less than perfect, you know, there's a certain negative stigma that you may feel associated with that. And it's all about trying to lead people down the right path Absolutely. of assistance. You know, I have a thing in my industry where I never say no to anybody. Like I never say no. It's all about time. Yes. Right. If it doesn't work today, that doesn't mean we can't get you to a spot where it's going to work tomorrow. It's a beautiful statement. You know, You're but not it's telling true, them though. no. No, I would tell well, them no. Tell them not anybody yet. can do anything. Exactly. You That's just what have we to, say. You to need our... a plan. And saying no to somebody is the fastest way to never have my phone ring. Right. So, so maybe sometimes it's we can help, but the client doesn't have the capital. They're really at dire straits. Right. So I always say, well, what are you looking for a home for? Maybe you have a little bit more money. Maybe we're not just being totally honest with each other. Let's be honest. And during the consultation, be honest with us, right? Sure. As a professional, that's what we're requiring for you because it lets us designate the proper support, the proper help, the proper program. Sure. Right? So put it on the table. Stop with the embarrassment. Stuff happens, sure. you know? Dan, what's the one piece of advice you would give somebody that's trying to optimize their credit? Get a credit report. Yep. Right? So regardless of what we see, get a credit report. And if you don't understand, I mean, shamelessly, I'm going to say call Square One Credit Management. That's what we're here for. But you have to get a credit report. Now, remember we were talking about our kids before? When my kids are about 12 or 13, I'm going to put them on my credit cards as an authorized user. And Mm -hmm. why? Because I want them to start being established because it's good trends and good habits. And pass that influence. But don't. You cannot go around anymore. I mean, you could do whatever you want, but the the (laughs) fact of the matter is, is run your credit report, look at it. And if you don't understand, call a professional. Right. And even if it isn't me, great. Right. I said, come, I'm a competitor. I want everybody to call me, but at least go out there. And even if you don't want to, if you have a collection and it's a 25 or $50 and you don't want to pay for a service, at least take care of it. Do what's best for you and your family. Sure. Right. So you can put yourself into the position later on to get, I still think the mortgage is the best, right, program. Yeah. Like, And again, I'm not shamelessly saying this. I do. Why? I think as a credit expert, I think my advice is valuable here. Why? You buy a home for 500000 10 years it's worth 700000 800000 mm-hmm. Now you've paid down that home. Now it's worth sure. three hundred. Guys, you have a you have a piggy bank. We yeah. all suck at saving money. Not all of us. I have to discipline myself to save money. My sure. father's been beating into my head. Save 25% out of everything you made since I was 12 years old. Since the first time I shoveled somebody's driveway and I made like 10 bucks an hour, right. I thought I was rich. That's pretty good. 10 bucks an hour? I'm, a kid? I'm not doing your driveway What'd for you 10 place? bucks an hour. 12. <laughs> inflation. <laughs> Got to work. That's right. inflation. Right. So when it, it dropped eight and a half percent this month. <laughs> thank thank God down, we lost baby. a tenth of a percent, you know? <laughs> Um, so do your due diligence, get prepared, stop being embarrassed, take control and put yourself first, right? Don't yeah. put anybody else first. You, the, I had a, a friend uh, who's younger. She just started in real estate and goes, I'm keeping up with the Kardashians right now. And I'm like, do you mean keeping up with the Joneses? 
She goes, yeah, but we call it the Kardashians now. Ooh, all of the, so all of it Different paradigm yeah, today. Yeah, way different world. I'm going to continue to call them the Joneses, right? right? But stop doing that. Put yourself yeah. first. Manage your money. Invest. Let your investment. Passive income is so powerful. And the mortgage, it goes back to that, yeah. you know? Get into a pinch. You can lean on that house. That's great stuff, Ed. So if someone needed to contact you about their credit, what's the best way to reach out to you? So um, it's www.sqonecredit.com. That's www.sq1credit.com. You could fill out a form. There's plenty of information, tutorials, testimonials, all that stuff. Um, locally here, we're headquartered right here in Monmouth County, operating in 42 states, 732 784 3888 again 732 784 3888 and then uh, we'll give you a call, return an email, shoot you a text, send you a smoke signal. You tell me how you want <laughs> to be contacted, and well, that's how we do things. Dan, I really appreciate you taking the time to be here today. It was super educational. It was great to have on the show. Thanks so much, Greg. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate your time, guys. So everybody, I want to thank everybody out there for listening to us today. Again, this is Greg at Your Mortgage Process. We appreciate you and look forward to catching up with you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavise at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.